0: This is A Big Mistake Photographers Make and How to Fix It, written and narrated by me, Christina Fenner. In the past 10 years, I have had my fair share of whoopsies and uh uh-ohs. Sometimes they've been on a wedding day, other times it's when I was sitting at my desk. But today, I want to talk about what I believe to be one of the biggest mistakes wedding photographers make. And believe it or not, doesn't have anything to do with the actual photos they take. This mistake often shows up on multiple times throughout a wedding day and can leave the photographer feeling defeated and the bride questioning whether or not she made the right choice in hiring the photographer in the first place. This big mistake is that photographers often fail to take charge and act as a leader on a wedding day. This is a mistake that I have definitely made, and one that I have to consciously remind myself of during my pep talk in the Dunkin' drive through on my way to every single wedding. As a wedding photographer, you are actually and possibly unknowingly the gatekeeper of time. You are the one that decides what happens and when. Does the DJ do this? No. Caterer? No. Not even the bride? No, it's totally you. Don't believe me? Think about the last horror story you heard about a two-hour-long cocktail hour because the wedding photographer disappeared with the wedding party for an ungodly amount of time, leaving the starving guests checking the clock every five seconds. This is exactly what gives wedding photographers such a bad rep for not being time-sensitive and adhering to timelines. Time and time again, this is all caused by the fact that the photographer is likely struggling with providing clear direction or is unable to quickly determine what's next when it comes to photos. Most times, they can be found pacing around in front of the wedding party saying things like, um, yeah, why don't you stand here and, uh, yeah, okay, let me think for a minute. Sound familiar? Pro tip, brides have absolutely no idea what time it is or how much time has passed on a wedding day. And quite frankly, it's not their job to know. I firmly believe that on a wedding day, the bride has hired people, probably you, who she expects to be the timekeeper, and rightfully so. Taking charge and being a leader can be especially difficult during family group photos because it can be intimidating and uncomfortable to shout, hey, everyone pay attention to me. Especially if you are not naturally an extrovert you would probably rather stick your hand in a blender than shout at someone who just handed you a check with a comma in it. Guys, I get it. But I promise you, with 10 years in counting, trust me when I say that on a wedding day, people, especially the bride, want to be told what to do. They need someone to step up and move that train along, and that my friend has to be you. And unless you weren't aware, This does not fall under the wedding planner's job description. I struggled with this for a few years. I felt weird about bossing people around, telling them where to stand or what to do. But that was exactly what I needed to do. You need to be the leader and you need to take charge. Because seriously, if you don't, nobody will. Everyone will just continue mingling and huddled up in a group chatting amongst themselves. And you can't blame them. They are surrounded by their family and friends, so, of course, if they don't think they're supposed to be doing something, then they're not automatically going to assume that they need to be standing at attention, waiting for your direction. One wedding that I was at way back in my early years, I was really struggling to get through some group shots. Half of the group was shit-faced, no one was listening to me, and we were 45 minutes behind schedule. Then suddenly, an angel from God, I mean, a Type A Aunt Jean came scooting over and whipped these boys into shape. She wasn't rude at all, but she was affirmative. She gave clear and quick direction. Jason, stand here with your right shoulder pointed towards me. Instead of pointing, she physically placed her body where Jason needed to be. I stood there in amazement as this little 100-pound lady totally took charge of this rowdy bunch of overgrown frat boys. Mental note, be like Jean. Since that day, I have totally transformed the way that I approach my role as a photographer. And not to brag, but I dare say that I've become pretty good at balancing, providing direction, and still being friendly and kind. I've seen some photographers way overdo it. They become drill sergeants, and people listen because they're afraid that the nice lady might have a mental breakdown if they don't. I have cried during family formals before because I was so frustrated. But I've learned that being patient, keeping your shit together, and putting a smile on your face goes a long way. I have found that complimenting someone when they're doing something correctly, like standing at the correct angle, is a great way to have everyone do the same. If I'm looking through my camera and I say, Grandma, you're looking great. Nice job. Everyone look how Grandma is standing. Everyone will then look at and mimic Grandma. Same thing goes for the wedding party. Most times, it's the girls who are standing perfectly, and the guys are standing four feet apart from one another with awkward gaps in between. And this is usually when I say something like, okay guys, nuts to butts, or boobs to back if it's the girls who need to adjust. Obviously, this is something that you need to know your crowd for before you say it, but most times, it's a big laugh, and the guys remember nuts to butts for the rest of the time that I'm taking their photo. I know that some of you guys listening to this right now are totally cringing and could never imagine saying something like nuts to butts on a wedding day. And like I said, you totally have to know your crowd and you totally have to have a good balance of being professional while also being personable with varied amounts of humor in between. Trust me, you'll never catch me saying nuts to butts in front of Father John in the big Catholic church. Again, know your crowd. But I will say that the more times that you can show any group of people that, hey, if they listen and follow directions, we can get through this rather quickly, and you'll be amazed how the rest of the group photos totally follow suit. It's also okay to acknowledge that taking photos isn't exactly what someone wants to be doing right now. It's okay to break that wall and say something like, okay guys, hang in there, you're doing a great job. I know we want to be done, but just a few more shots and then we can all go grab a drink. It's totally okay to be friendly with the people you're working with on the wedding day. I actually encourage my second shooters to build rapport and friendliness with the groom and the guys during the getting ready portion of the day. I get it, we show up in all black with big bags and a big ol' lens in your face. Not exactly warm and fuzzy, and not exactly someone who you'd be eager to take direction from. But when we take the time to build connection and friendliness with the people we're working with, this often leads to a much smoother, easier, and enjoyable photo time for all of us. I will say that I always have help when coordinating and photographing large group shots. I have two second shooters that I alternate working with, and so my role is usually the director and not the photographer during this time. My second shooter will stand ready to take the shot while I walk around and guide people to where they need to be standing or facing. This also ensures that everyone in the group is only looking at one photographer and one camera at the same time. Another key to success here is that I create a family group shot list. I do this for all of my weddings, and I have an online questionnaire that I send to my brides before the wedding. The bride can then input all of the names of the people who need to be in each group shot. That way, when it's time to take the group shots, I'm calling everyone by name, which significantly speeds up the process and ensures that we're not accidentally forgetting anyone in a particular shot. And this has been a total game changer. So let's talk about the struggle of not knowing what to do next during photos. This can be a huge time suck when you're constantly just standing there thinking, trying to figure out what you're going to do next. This also falls under not being a strong leader because you're just as lost as to what to do as the bride and groom. Being able to mentally visualize what comes next is definitely a skill that takes time to develop. It's actually a matter of cues that you can train yourself. For example, I know that I'm going to position my couple like this and then direct them to do this and then that pose is going to lead to this pose, etc. You want to develop a habit of continually moving while taking photos. If you position your couple in a pose for more than 10 seconds, it becomes stale and forced and you can absolutely see that in the photo. But micro changes make a huge difference. For example, I have four main poses that I start with every single time I photograph a couple. Then, I make small variations and adjustments to these main poses. One of my main poses is chest to chest. So the couple is standing facing one another and now from here I can adjust if they are holding hands or wrapping their arms around each other, then directing them by saying, okay bride, look at me, now bride looking down, now share a kiss, etc. Lots of different variations and shots, but the couple hasn't physically moved out of my first main pose. Especially if the bride is in a big old dress, this is how you get a lot of variety in photos without having to move and reposition the couple every five seconds. It's also so important to continue speaking to the couple and praising them while you're photographing them. If you don't say anything and remain quiet, or if there's long pauses of silence while you're looking through the camera, they will automatically assume that something's wrong or they don't look right. Compliment them. Praise them when they position themselves correctly. Do this like you would when your two-year-old takes a shit on the potty for the first time. Constant praise and good vibes all around. You should need a cough drop afterwards. Being a leader on a wedding day comes in many shapes and forms. And another tactic that I use to put myself in the leadership role is that I actually create a custom wedding day timeline with each and every one of my brides. I make the timeline a priority and a responsibility of mine because I want to make damn sure that we have enough time allotted for each category of photos. Now, it doesn't really have anything to do with my control issues. Okay, maybe a little, but if the bride only has 20 minutes allotted for family group photos, we're going to fix that before the wedding and before she has given the caterer a time for dinner. I'm also taking preventative measures here because, trust me, the only person's fault it is when a certain photo wasn't taken, even if it's because there wasn't enough time, is the photographer's. I know from experience generally how much time it's going to take for each category of photos. So I'm going to relieve some stress off of my bride and off of myself by automatically taking on that responsibility. If you're struggling with speaking up and being a leader, my most helpful tip here is to start off with having a detailed group shot list with names. Have your bride fill out all the different group combinations with everyone's name and make sure that she does this before the wedding day. When you are calling someone by name, they are much more likely to pay attention and listen rather than just shouting, Hey you, in the blue dress! A lot of being a leader on a wedding day comes from your own actions and how you carry yourself, and this starts the second that you step onto the job. Be mindful and intentional about the direction and guidance you are providing. This wasn't something that I was always good at, but the more that I paid attention to it and the more I was aware of my actions, the easier it became to improve. Taking charge on a wedding day is actually one of the most common things that I get complimented on. Sometimes it's from the mom, sometimes it's from the bride, sometimes it's from the DJ. But the positive effects of a good leader are felt throughout in many different ways on a wedding day. When you can step into these shoes and take on the role of being a leader, you are giving people way more to compliment and recommend you for other than just your photos. I hope this helps you on your journey to finding your voice and stepping into becoming a leader. Always cheering you on, Christina.